Welcome to In In It It Together. Together. I'm Jay. And I'm Courtney. And this is our podcast where we discuss mental health and self-improvement from a couple's perspective. Thanks for joining us again. Yes, welcome back. So we have a really interesting topic that we're going to uh, tackle today. Yes, I'm looking forward to it. Now, you said this was a request, right? Yep, this came out of request, so here we are. And so our topic today is going to be intrusive thoughts. And so what intrusive thoughts are just are any thoughts and sometimes they're images, right, or impulses that we have that are out of the normal, out of our character that, you know, sometimes surprise us, sometimes uh, shock us. So that's what we're going to be talking about today, right? Yes, absolutely. They're unwanted images, thoughts, impulses. And it's important to know that anybody can experience intrusive thoughts. You know, it's not just designated to specific people. And you'll see people who have like OCD or PTSD, sometimes even eating disorders that really struggle with obsessive thoughts. But you can find them even with people that don't have those diagnoses. And the reality is, is that these unwanted thoughts, they can pop into our head without warning, without any time. You could literally be just doing something, you know, harmless and quiet and then have this really distressing thought that pops into your head out of nowhere. And that's typically what throws people off. And just so you guys know, it's like six million people worldwide. I mean, that was the most recent statistic struggle with intrusive thoughts. So I hope that that helps you guys understand that this is actually really normal. And it's just and it doesn't always signify that there's some underlying mental health issue. You know, our brains are you know, amazing, amazing organs. And they're constantly always thinking and constantly always processing. So every once in a while, it's going to glitch and it's going to pop up with something that's just crazy. So I thought that would be, I thought that was a fantastic request that we kind of talk about that. Yeah. And you're right. We need to just normalize it, right? Because actions, thoughts and actions are two different things. As long as you're not acting on any of these impulses or thoughts, Uh, It is normal and we want to normalize it for a lot of people because a lot of people have these thoughts and we're going to talk about like even our experiences and, and, you know, things that have gone on with us. It is normal. And this is something kind of a running joke that I've, I've always had. There's a very thin line between sanity and insanity. Right. And that's kind of a, a thing that we've always kind of joked about. You know, we've all had these thoughts. We've all had these impulses sometimes. And but it's normal. I know sometimes the thoughts are outrageous. You know the impulses are, but it, it it is a normal part of just being human. And the more we normalize it, the more we you know talk about these things, we start to find out that other people have these same thoughts, and it, it's it's okay. It is normal. Absolutely. And what we find too is we find with people that have diagnoses such as like OCD or PTSD that there's just more of them. And that's typically because your body's in this fight or flight response. So whether you have PTSD or you don't have PTSD, having these intrusive thoughts are normal. And at some point they can become a slightly too distressing and a little too much at times. And at those points, there are some really great tactics, techniques that we'll talk about at the end of the podcast to really help you overcome some of them if you're struggling with that. And it's important to remember that oftentimes we'll hear people say, well, oh my God, like, is, is this a premonition? Like, no, intrusive thoughts are not predictions of things that you're going to do or that will happen. They're things that you probably wouldn't normally think of doing at all. And that's what you need to be telling yourself. It's like, well, that was just a thought. And it doesn't make you a bad person. You know, that's another thing we need to talk about is a lot of people think they're bad. Like, oh my God, I just had this really awful thought of 
running that person over <laughs> as I'm driving in my car. Like I must, I'm going to hell. And it's like, no, you're not. You're normal. It's fine. It's just like, what if I just stepped on this gas a little bit? What would happen? Your brains are just thinking. It doesn't mean that you're a bad person, you know, and I want people to understand that just like Jay said, there's a huge difference between thinking about doing something and then actually doing that. And that's okay. So I just I really wanted to like nail that home a little bit. Well, that's bit. why I say that it's a very fine line, right? Because thinking about something and then doing it <laughs> is what crosses that line. And that's what, you know, goes from, you know, sanity to insanity. Just but you know, okay, so if you're driving in that car and you do step on the gas just a little bit, but then well, slow down, does that count? <laughs> well, that's what temporary insanity pleas are, are about, right? That's why you hear that that plea. You know, I was temporarily not myself and, you know, I temporarily went insane and I stepped on the gas when I probably shouldn't have or whatever. Yeah, exactly. So I just think it's important that we, you know, we're trying, this is serious for a lot of people. Like, I don't want to lighten it up to the point because sometimes people really get stuck and they ruminate over these things. But the reason why we're coming at it at such a light angle and bringing it, you know, kind of full circle is so that you guys can stop fixating on it. Because when you just see that it's just a part of life and you can work through it. And again, if you have OCD, it's going to look different because intrusivity within that type of diagnosis, it can be extreme, but there are modalities and things that you can do to work through it. All in all, though, we want you to know that it's normal. Yeah, absolutely. We're not, you know, uh, I know we're lighthearted about the the subject right now, um, but it is it is it, to a lot of people. It's it, it is very troubling. You know, when you have uh, certain impulses or certain thoughts, it is very troubling to a lot of people. Oh my so, God, yes. yeah, we, we, <laughs> we, we don't talk about we don't examples. mean to, to, to make light. We're making light of it just to normalize it. So you guys understand that everyone has, you know, a thought like this from time to time. Everyone experiences this. You're, it's not out of the ordinary. So you're not, you know, uh, insane or, you <laughs> know, a troubled, per- exactly, a troubled person because you have these things. As long as you're not acting on them, of course, um, we all have these types of uh, thoughts. Do you think we should give them some examples now? Like, because I can think of right off the bat with me. And this is huge. Do you, I don't know if people realize this, but women who experience hormonal changes, especially after birth, typically have an increase in intrusive thoughts. I didn't know that. That would have been helpful when I had postpartum. It would have been great for someone to be like, hey, all those thoughts that you're having, you're fine. I literally remember sitting on the deck near the pool where we lived, holding our baby and thinking to myself, what if I just threw her over this fence? I literally almost had a panic attack. I had to hold the baby tight and like run away from the pool area because I was afraid like I was going to do something terrible. Or I remember having another one. It was like, what if I just left the baby outside and, and her carrier and I, and I forgot her there? What, if, what, what would happen? Like, I remember telling you these things and crying to you with postpartum. I had this thought that I was going to throw the baby over the fence and you just looking at me being like, honey, you would never do anything like that. There's a very fine line. <laughs> like you were just saying. And I remember you said something to me that that moment just normalized it for me. You said, I have thoughts too. And I was like, you do? Like when you said that to me, it was just like, I'll tell you mine if you tell me yours. <laughs> it was great. Like you normalize that. I know, and that's that's what we're attempting to do to our listeners uh, on this podcast today. We all have these things. We've all experienced these thoughts, right? That are in uh, a lot of times they're scary to think about, right? They're scary to think about that you would, you know, do harm to yourself or do harm to someone else, especially a loved one, right? 
but the but it is normal. It is something that happens. Like you said, our brains are firing at at amazing rates all the time, processing millions of pieces of information all the time. From time to time, you have these glitches, right? <laughs> you have these thoughts that are out of the norm. That are there's a lot of outside stimuli and influences. It could it could have been something as simple as you know watching a movie, a horror movie from you know a couple of years ago, and and your mind is 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 reprocessing that information and and making trying to make logic of a situation that you're in currently. You yeah. know, it's some it can be something as simple as that. So we have to understand that even though we have these thoughts, right? It is normal and I can guarantee doesn't matter what the thought is that you've had, someone else in this world has had that thought at some point. Exactly. And I really like how you said that. Now, I know that there's someone listening right now that's like, "Please say it." please say this, Courtney. So I'm going to say it is that these thoughts not only apply to like horrific stuff, like you're, you're blending something for your family. You're like, what if I stuck my hand in the blender? I get that one all the time. Put your hand in the blender and turn turn it on crushed. I get that stuff. You know, it happens, but there's sexual ones too. And I really wanted to mention this and kind of really kind of pull away from the silliness right now and kind of get serious to let you guys know that sexual intrusive thoughts although are distressing and make you feel like something is gravely wrong with you are so very normal. And it's okay if you're having those thoughts, even thoughts and things that you would never act on. And I'm not going to talk about a lot of that stuff, but it's okay to have thoughts like, what if I did this? Or would I like that? Or you visualize things or you see things. It's okay. I just wanted to say that because there's there was a couple people that reached out to me in confidentiality and said I could t- talk about it on on the episode, but that really struggle with those thoughts. And when I said to them, I've had those too, they were like, wait, what? You? Yeah, I've had those too. And it made them feel better. So I hope anybody that's listening hears this now that if you have sexually intrusive thoughts, that they're normal and they're okay and they're a part of what we're talking about, okay? Yeah, absolutely. And I, I go back to the, you know, to what I said earlier, you know, our brains are processing so much information and we we're sexual beings. We live right now in a in a over in a world that's overstimulated by a lot of of everything. Right. And that includes, you know, sexuality and images and and just outside stimuli Even music and songs. Everything's about WAP. You know, <laughs> like, think about it. Though. <laughs> You're right. So, you know, we're we're inundated with all this you know, outside stimuli and our brains offer a lot, a, a lot of it are, have terrible processing this stuff. So again, if, and it, it manifests itself in these thoughts, right? It manifests in these ideas or these things that, you know, I wonder what that would be like, or, you know what I'm saying? So it is normal. It's all normal. As long, again, very important caveat here, as long as you're not actively acting out if you're acting out on these impulses, if you're acting out on these thoughts, then that's something that you want to explore a little further um, with a professional, of course, and make sure that there's not some underlying issue that's causing you to have these these thoughts and these um, these impulses. Yes, absolutely. And the reason why I wanted to share that and I share it with myself is it's so important that we normalize a lot of what we can so that we don't fixate on it being abnormal. And you did such a great job encompassing it. Like you're driving in your car and every song is about, you know, 
something sexual based. And then, you know, you're you're this mom over here, right? You're over here making your kids bottle and all of a sudden you're like dancing nasty and thinking about things. And it's like, oh my God, it's just, I would you were just watching a video on TikTok or you were just you were just your soap opera right now is so hypersexualized about everybody and they're being romantic. And then every book, you're just catching this stuff at all different angles, at so many different times within different aspects of your life that yeah, like Jay said, your brain sometimes just has a hard time being like, wait a minute, why do we keep going here? What is going on here? And so, you know, there's those little fizzles that are happening in your brain. Your brain just kind of snaps every once in a while. And it's just really important that you understand that. And I think that's why we wanted to share them. And again, when you had said to me, like, you know, I have these thoughts too, I was fine. I have intrusive thoughts all the time. And I used to fixate on them because I used to think that, oh my God, something is terribly wrong with me. And then it would bother me. And then I would think more into that thought. And then I would try to figure out what that meant and where it was coming from. Then I would get anxious because I didn't know. Because guess what? There's no rhyme or reason. There's there's no plausible answer that you can land on that's going to be like, ha, that's that's what it is. And I'm okay. And that's the whole purpose of this podcast is to really help you guys learn to start identifying them within yourself and also just kind of normalizing it for yourself. Like, hey, it was just a thought. My brain's working, you know, and kind of moving on from that. And we can, you know, at the end of this podcast, we'll talk about some techniques and stuff. But I just wanted to share that, you know, we have them, too. I've shared some of my crazy ones. Yeah. And a lot of that, a lot of your thoughts came from your postpartum. Right. So it's it's very important to address that. Right. Important to address, you know, hormonal shifts. Um, These can cause those um, stress situations can cause these. So there's a lot of factors that kind of um, contribute to having these intrusive thoughts. So understanding where you are, you know, in terms of uh, am I going through an emotional cycle, hormonal cycle? Am I am I in a in a time that I'm very stressed? Um, that could cause these things. So understanding that again, it is very normal to have these thoughts, but understanding where some of these are coming from is important as well. Just so you again, just normalize it for yourself. You're not crazy. You're not some deviant pervert or anything like that, right? So these can be byproducts of something else going on. So it's important. To, to know that so we can address the underlying issues that might be causing these. Exactly. And you did a good job. You started to encompass like, where do these intrusive thoughts come from? Sometimes they're just random, right? Sometimes it's because of something that's been going on in our life. And sometimes they're from trauma. Some of our thoughts, when you have a brain that has experienced trauma and the structure of your brain has changed because of the trauma, how your brain would normally process information, that changes. How you think about things changes. How you feel about things change. Images, executive functioning, memory, all of that is affected. So if you don't think for one second that that's not going to misfire every once in a while, then you haven't been informed appropriately from your therapist to understand that this is also part of trauma. And the good news is, is that once you start working through some of that, you may see even a decrease in a lot of these thoughts because you're kind of working on healing, right? And like Jay had mentioned, overstressed, overworked, overwhelmed, when our brains are not getting what it needs, sleep, rest, play, good stuff, right? Dopamine, serotonin, our brains are going to misfire. Our brains are tired. We're gonna, they're just gonna start acting crazy. And it's really important that you pay attention to that, you know, because stress and anxiety, can trigger intrusive thoughts. When you're very anxious about a situation that you don't have control over, you may start fixating thinking about that. And then all of a sudden you have intrusive thoughts that aren't really realistic, but are somewhat tied into that. And now you become even more anxious. 
And then you start to fixate. So you can see that self-care is a necessary part of being able to manage these little glitches that our brains have. Okay. And like I talked about, there can be short-term biological factors like hormonal shifts. You know, when, when we see women, right? So women have this fear of aging, not being, not having this vital, this youth about them. So there's this uptick in stress right? In compulsive thoughts about their image, how they look and their body. You may see intrusive thoughts for women start to increase at the age of 45 and up because, oh my God, I'm getting older and oh my God, I'm not going to be desired. Oh my God. And then it just starts fixating. And then this is where you see women that gets like 16 Botox things in one day. Like you'll see women experience and go through these things because it's intrusive. You need to do this. If you don't do this, this is what's going to happen. So again, all of it is underlying stress, even when it comes from a trauma perspective. So when you can reduce your stress, when you can reduce, you know, anything outside of you that you don't have control over and take a step back from that, your brain's less likely going to fixate on other stuff. So that's pretty much where you see intrusive thoughts come from. So what's important, again, is to just to reiterate here is that intrusive thoughts are not harmful, right? They're normal. They're a normal part of life. We all have them. The more we talk about these things, the more we normalize them, the better we are as a community. We all need to talk about, you know, to our our loved ones, to the people around us, you know, talk about these things, right? Don't hide these intrusive thoughts because that's where bigger issues will will start to, to happen, right? Where, like you said, you start to ruminate on thoughts, you start to, you know, so it's it's important to to let it go, let them out, the intrusive thoughts themselves are, again, not harmful. Where the harm comes is once we start to hide them, we, you know, again, we ruminate on these, we start to, you know, give them more power than they need to have. That's when we have an issue. What we need to focus on is when you're having these intrusive thoughts, where are they coming from? They're not the thought themselves, but again, are we in stressful situations are we overworked? Are we over um, stressed? Are we having some type of hormonal imbalance, right? That's what we need to concentrate on because that's what ultimately will get us away from the intrusive thoughts and get us to a resolution of where we need to be. So you get, we have to remember that these, so these thoughts can be symptoms of an underlying issue. And that's what we have to really look at and explore, right? What is the underlying issue that's causing the, let's not treat the symptoms right? Let's treat the underlying issue. And that's what we have to focus on. Exactly. And, you know, I couldn't have said that better myself. It's really important just to understand that the thought itself really holds no weight. You know, it's just a thought. It's that That's what it is. And you have to remind yourself of that. But it's really important at the same time that you're like, okay, I'm having an increase of thoughts. Where is this coming from? And we'll definitely, after our um, break, we'll, we'll go into that a little bit more so that you can really kind of make sense and start feeling more in control when these things are happening. So I'll take this opportunity now to pause here for our special message. When we get back, we'll talk a little bit about the do's and don'ts and how to start to work through these intrusive thoughts. So stay with us. We'll be right back. We always hear how much the podcast has positively impacted all of you. So now here's an opportunity to help us continue making content. And we've made it simple by partnering with Patreon. You can find the link in the episode description. For your subscription, we've added additional bonus incentives, which include a newsletter, access to the In It Together Patreon group, and special access to upcoming private episodes with Jay. For our top subscribers, you'll even get monthly access to Jay and I via Zoom. We're grateful for your support. And don't forget to keep sharing the podcast with everyone you know. Together, we can help grow the In It Together family. 
Now back to the podcast. So we've been talking about intrusive thoughts and we're going to go into and change gears and talk about like do's and don'ts and how do how do we start to manage these? Okay. So these are some of the things that I'm going to talk about that I've actually tried for myself and that work really well. And some that I actually, when I coach people who have intrusive thoughts, these are some of the techniques and modalities that we talk about. The biggest one, okay, that I think is really helpful is writing it down. Okay. Whenever we write something down, we communicate to our brain that I want this thought or whatever it is that's in your head out of my head onto this piece of paper. I want it out. That's what you are communicating, right? Because we want it to stop. So if you're having the same intrusive thought or you're having just intrusive thoughts and it's really distressing, stop whatever it is that you're doing. Take a moment, sit down and write out what that thought was and then look at it. Because you'll look at it and be like, okay, that's nothing I ever would do or that is something I've been interested in or whatever it is. You're going to look at it and then you're going to kind of take a step back. And now it's no longer playing in your head and ruminating and going over and over. Now it's on a paper and you actually get to take the next step now and say, okay, I'm controlling how I'm going to think about this. What is going on here? And then you'll start asking yourself some questions through deductive reasoning to help you. Is this something I would even do? Would I even think about this on a normal day? What's going on in my life right now that may have me a little bit stressed out that my brain's overworking and just misfiring? What could be going on? When you do that, you automatically stop the intrusive thoughts. They're no longer intrusive and coming into your brain because now you're sitting down with the thought written out and asking yourself questions. You just stopped it. You just communicated to your brain, I'm done with that. This is what I'm doing now. Over time, the more you do that, you retrain your brain that when these thoughts come, I stop, I write it out, I process it, I move on. It's really important. And if you can do that as many times as you can to remember it, it takes about 21 times for each intrusive thought. Every time that you do that, your brain gets stronger and stronger and you start gaining control over your thoughts to some extent because we can't prevent everything from coming in our heads, but we can retrain our brains on how we want. So that's one of the things that you can do. And the other thing is, is you need to communicate with this intrusive thought out loud. So you'll want to do something like just an intrusive thought, not how I think. And I definitely don't believe in that. You may feel crazy, maybe driving in your car and you get one of those thoughts to, I'm just going to hit a buck 80 on the highway right now. And you're like, well, wait a minute. I can't do that. You just say, that's an intrusive thought. That's something I wouldn't do. That's not safe. When you intercept or like you just stop that thought and you say something out loud, you automatically stop the path of the intrusive thoughts and they they're no longer intrusive. It's no longer there. It's done. It's over with. You've communicated out loud the parts of your brain that's responsible for those intrusive thoughts, that tiny little amygdala in your brain. You actually get to communicate, hey, done with that. So as you can see, it's really important that you do something physical. Talk out loud, write on a piece of paper, because you ha your brain has to change and switch paths to then be able to accomplish those two tasks, speaking and writing. So what we'll refer to that as, it's, it's called cognitive reframing. And I talk about this a lot. And these are things that I'm still doing. I still have to practice every day. When I have a thought that I don't like, that's not helpful. That's not contributing anything positive to my life, even if it's not intrusive or even if it is. And even if it is somewhat true, what I have to do is that reframe it cognitively for myself. Do I believe in this? Is this something that I have control over? Understanding that cognitive reframing of thoughts is your number one best defense at learning to retrain your brain about the things that you want to think about and the things that, well, if they pop into your brain, I don't want to give them any clout and I want them to go away. It takes time, but I can say that 
with consistency, it does work. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I think it's just about sharing the thought with yourself. And that might sound a little weird for for people, but that's exactly what you're doing, right? When you're writing something down or when you're saying something out loud, you're just sharing it with yourself, right? And then at that point, just like you would share anything with someone else, you're going to have an opinion on what you just shared, right? So you're going to say to yourself, okay, you know, that doesn't sound like you. That doesn't sound like something you would do or that doesn't sound like something that's logical that, that you should be doing. You shouldn't be, you know, putting your hand in the garbage disposal, right? Or you shouldn't be running over your neighbor with your car, you know? So when you have these thoughts and, um, you know, e- even the sexual thoughts, right? It's important to share these with yourself. And that's the first step. And that's what Courtney's talking about, right? Either writing them down or, or, or speaking them out loud. You're taking away the power of it when you share it with yourself. And it's important sometimes it's 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 good to share it with a trusted uh, party as well, right? Either, you know, your your loved one or someone that you trust is going to give you uh, the right opinion, not going to judge you for, you know, just having a, a offbeat thought, right? Uh, so that that's important as well. Just share it with someone and have them, you know, because a lot of the times, and we've done this, right? She's shared thoughts with me and I've shared thoughts with her and we've laughed about them. It's like, yeah, that's kind of ridiculous. But that helped to, like what she said, retrain your brain to not ruminate on these, you know, because the, the vicious cycle of you um, having the thought, then feeling bad about the thought and and then, you know, beating yourself up for having the thought, that cycle is what you need to break because that isn't productive in any way. Exactly. And one of the things that I don't think a lot of people recognize is if you're keeping a daily log of how you're doing, right, and you'll write the days that you're ruminating and what's going on, you know, at the end of every month, you sit down, you go through your journey, you're like, all right, on this day, this day, this day, you, you, you mark on a calendar all the days that you were ruminating. You look for patterns. Oh, crap. Looks like that week there was a lot of stress going on at work and my boss was being a total a-hole and I was stressed out. Okay, there was so much stress going on that I was just overthinking. And you notice that maybe if you're a woman, you're like, geez, right before my hormonal shifts, I seem to be ruminating a lot about sexual fantasies or whatever it is that's kind of going on in my life. When you do that and you see it on paper, when you find patterns, your brain gets excited. Your brain's like, oh, look, we found a pattern here. We're okay. We're not, we're not really messed up. We, just, we were just misfiring here because we had a lot of stress. When you can do that and you can look at the calendar and you can identify when you were stressed out and what it was, you now then have your trigger. Okay, looks like my trigger is dealing with an, a, a boss that doesn't have emotional regulation and stress management techniques and he's t- taking it out of me and my brain don't like that. So now what am I going to put in place to prevent myself from being so stressed out by their behavior? What is it that I can do? Because then you'll reduce having intrusive thoughts, at least around a trigger like that. This is what healing is. It's all the time. It's all the time. It's every day. Healing, healing, healing. It's what we do. The more you do it, the quicker your brain learns, the faster you move to your next lesson. You're always going to be learning. There's always going to be lessons. But this is how you start working through intrusive thoughts. You know, self-care really is key. And that's something else you can say, well, all these intrusive thoughts, there's something I need and I'm not getting it. And I need to figure out what that is. And that's how you move from that. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, finding those patterns is very important because, again, you can prepare. You can, you know, again, if you are in a sales environment, right, the end of the month is when everybody has to get their sales in, right? So everyone's high stress. So it's important to know, all right, I, I understand that this time is coming 
And this is when these intrusive thoughts, again, these are symptoms of, of something else going on, right? So if you know what's coming and you start to see the symptoms start to pop up, then you say, okay, well, this is just a stressful time. I can, I can either, you know, start managing or, or working on more self-care during the end of the month. There's so many different things that you can prepare for once you have established that there is a pattern here and that you could see what's going on. Again, you're treating the underlying issue opposed to worrying about the, these little symptoms that are popping up. One of the other things that I kind of want to touch on before we go into the don'ts, okay, these are all the do's, is that exposure therapy really works too. When you just kind of stop whatever you sit there and be like, okay, I'm going to sit here with this ridiculous thought that is bringing me so much anxiety. All right, I hear you. Like exposing yourself to it. Don't try like, oh my God, I got to do the dishes faster. Something is wrong with me. I got to walk away right now. Don't, don't do that. Stay with it. Sit with it. Feel it. Like, all right, I'm not going to put my hand in the blender. I am not going to take that hot spoon that I was just stirring soup or whatever and um, I'm not going to burn my hand with it. I'm, I'm not going to do these things. It's important that you don't shame yourself in the process of this. So I guess now we're going into the don'ts, right? We don't want to shame ourselves, right? Because you don't want to judge yourself for these thoughts because they aren't you. You shouldn't be judging yourself. There shouldn't be a judgment on something is terribly wrong with me. Oh my God, I must be a really a real weirdo because I keep thinking this way. Don't judge yourself because they aren't you. Your thoughts aren't you. Your actions are who you are. So if all of a sudden you go and you take that hot spoon and you put it on someone that you love because you're like, ah, I just want to see what was going to happen. I mean, at that point, you can judge yourself and say, that was a jerk off thing to do. I shouldn't do that. You know, that's well, that's crossing the line now. So that's right. That, but I'm that, just saying, like, but that's understand, where you can judge exactly yourself. understanding that there is that line. And once you start to cross over it, now there's something else exactly. much more deeper and much more. Yeah, that, that you need to look at. You know, I think it's really important. The other thing is, is like, don't suppress the thought. Don't be like, OK, I'm not going to think about that anymore and just walk away. Because guess what? <laughs> What's the whole purpose of an intrusive? Hey, knock, knock, knock. I'm back. The more you try to ignore anything intrusive within your brain, the faster and more frequently they're going to come because your brain's trying to communicate to you. And usually it's self-care or you're, you really need some time or you're really stressed out or you're overworked. Your brain's trying to tell you that. So every time you suppress and you push away and you walk away, your brain is going to have it come up that much faster, that much stronger, that much forceful. So that's definitely something you don't want to experience. And Oftentimes, try not to look into them to seek some deeper meaning. There isn't. There's no deeper meaning um, to, you know, why don't I just, um, you know, go run outside in the snow with no shoes on and get frostbite. There's no meaning to that whatsoever. There's nothing deeper about that at all. Maybe you're just stressed out. Maybe your inner child just wants to play. Who knows? But don't try to look into the deeper meaning of what it is because it's nothing. It's just a thought. However, take the time to see again and, and go into the do's part. Like, am I stressed out? Am I, am I bored? Is this something I was just thinking about? Like, that's what you can do, right? And so the other thing is, is that you want to make sure that you don't sit there, start questioning, why am I having these thoughts? What's wrong with me? Because then you're going to become more anxious. Then you're, you're trying to seek problems that may not be there. And you may then start assigning problems to yourself that you don't need to do. So remember, the whole purpose of this podcast is to let you know that they are just thoughts. They go with the happy thoughts. Thoughts are thoughts. Whether you have an amazing thought about doing something quiet and great and calm and serene, or you have a thought of doing something violent and absolutely terrible, they're just thoughts. 
acting on the good is what you focus on. That's all. That's really what we're kind of looking at. Absolutely. But I will say one thing, so just to, to clarify, right? So intrusive thoughts are these thoughts that are out of character for us, right? So they happen spontaneously sometimes. There's not a lot of, uh, there's, there can be a lot of things going on that cause them, but they're out of character for us. So what's important is to understand that difference, right? That, you know, if you have a thought that you would normally wouldn't have, that's that's what we're talking about here, right? If you're having a recurrent thought of some deviant activity, right? That's something you need to address. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, separately. That's not what we're talking about here. So it's important. It's important to share any thought that you have in a setting that you're not going to be judged, right? Mm-hmm. So that's important. If you're having, and this is again a very important distinction, if you're having these intrusive thoughts, you know. Of course, share them with uh, a, a loved one, share them with someone, a therapist, share them. Um, again, we need to normalize these things. If you're having a thought that is consistent and constant, then that's something you want to, again, share it's, with a professional. Especially if it's like harming thyself, like thinking of something to harm self or somebody else or even something that is just ongoing and repetitive. It's the, If it's the same thing and it's not just some random thought, but it keeps happening and it's more frequent and it's really causing you distress, like you really can't get over it. Then at that point, it's really important that you, you yes, you're talking to a loved one, but that you seek out professional care to say, okay, why am I having this thought over and over again? So that you can learn to process through it and work through it because sometimes our brains get stuck and it's really important that we get the support that we need when we need it. So I think you did a great job with the distinction between the everyday, you know, intrusive thought and then the ones that, you know, can really cause us distress. Well, there's no judgment here. You know, if you want to, if you're having a tr- trouble with some recurring thought, you know, of harm to yourself, harm to others, types of thoughts like this, reach out to professionals, reach out to us. We can provide you with um, resources. Some and resources. Exactly, yeah. that you can turn to. You're not alone in, in that. Um, this podcast, again, was meant for. Uh, you know, I- intrusive thoughts that come and go within ourselves. It's more normalized. But if you're having some serious thoughts of uh, harming yourself, harming others, then seek out the the appropriate. And know that we're here rooting you on and we'll help find the resources, um, especially me, you know, being a retired trauma counselor. I know the resources and stuff. So. All right. So we're going to end it there. And I hope you guys got some great information from the podcast. Keep sending us your requests. We love to hear them. We love to do these requests for you. So till next time, guys. So guys, if you aren't following me already, you can find me on TikTok at ask.courtney, on Instagram at askcourtney underscore, and on YouTube at askcourtney. And if you'd like to be a guest on a future podcast, you can reach us at podcast with an S at epiphanymedia.com. We'd love to hear your stories, guys. So make sure to reach out. And as always, we're all in this together. So stay safe. Remember, there's no shame in asking for help. Till next time.